G'day. Welcome to Partaker's Christmas 2012 series and our book, The Spirit of Christmas by Henry Van Dyke. Well, who was it to whom you were sent with counsel long ago? Wasn't it Balaam, the son of Beor, as he was riding to meet the king of Moab? And didn't even the dumb beast profit more by your instruction than the man who rode him? And, and who was it that was called the wisest of all men, having searched out and understood the many inventions that are found under the sun? It was Solomon. He was a prince of fools and philosophers. He was unable by much learning to escape weariness of the flesh and despair of the spirit, wasn't he? What did he say? Knowledge also is vanity and vexation. This I know well, because I have dwelt among people and held converse with them since the day when I was sent to instruct the first man in Eden. Then I looked more closely at him who was speaking, and recognised the beauty of the archangel Raphael, as it was pictured long ago. A seraph winged, six wings he wore to shade his lineaments divine. The pair that clad each shoulder broad came mantling o'er his breast with regal ornament. The middle pair girt like a starry zone his waist, and skirted around his loins and thighs with downy gold and colours dipped in heaven. The third, his feet shadowed from either heel with feathered male and sky-tinctured grain. Like Maya's son, he stood and shook his plumes. That heavenly fragrance filled the circuit wide. He spoke on, while the smile on his face deepened into a look of pity and tenderness and desire. Too well I know. Too well I know that power corrupts itself, and that knowledge cannot save. There is no cure for the evil that's in the world but by the giving of more love to men. The laws that are ordained for earth are strange and unequal, and the ways where people must walk are full of pitfalls and dangers. Pestilence creeps along the ground and flows into the rivers. Whirlwind and tempest shake the habitations of humans and drive their ships to destruction. Fire breaks forth from the mountains and the foundations of the world tremble. But frail is the flesh of man and many are his pains and troubles. His children can never find peace until they learn to love one another and to help one another. Wickedness is begotten by disease and misery. Violence comes from poverty and hunger. The cruelty of oppression is when the strong tread the weak under their feet. The bitterness of pride is when the wise and learned despise the simple. The crown of foolishness is when the rich think that they are gods, and the poor, they think that God doesn't exist. Hatred and envy and contempt are the curse of life, and for these there is no remedy save love. The will to give and to bless, the will of the king himself, who gives to all and is loving unto every person. But... How should the hearts of people be won over to this will? How shall it enter into them and possess them? Even the gods that humans fashions for themselves are cruel and proud and false and unjust. 
How shall the miracle be wrought in human nature to reveal the meaning of humanity? How shall humans be made like God? At this question, a deep hush fell around the circle, and every listener was still, even as the rustling leaves hang motionless when the light breeze falls away in the hour of sunset. Then, through the silence, like the song of a faraway thrush from its hermitage in the forest, a voice came ringing. I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. Clear and sweet. Clear as a ray of light, sweeter than the smallest silver bell that rang in the hour of rest, was that slender voice floating on the odorous and translucent air. Nearer and nearer it came, echoing down the valley. I know it. 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 Come back tomorrow to partakers for the next instalment of the Spirit of Christmas.